That was really fun. Prophetic trance night. We do that once in a while. God has really used trance music in my life, in my journey in Christ the last 20 years. All that wonderful, anointed, prophetic trance. Because really, the deeper things of God are a continual trance, and it's a progressive glory, progressive trance. It's true. The Spirit's been prophesying to you since the day you were hatched. It's true. Since the day you came out of the grave clothes. Since the day you first saw prophetically and spiritually and could in interpret accurately what God the Father is doing in your hearts. He's always communicating with you. And it's not just through a Christian cardboard box. It's, that is the biggest deception of the whole world. Most of that's just all Jezebel. It's through all creation. Don't give me this Christian, non-Christian, heretical garbage. The whole world is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The heavens are my throne and the earth is my footstool. What will you build for me? What are you going to call Christian for me? The whole planet is mine, says God in the Bible. See, we are extremely bewitched. Not mildly, but extremely. That's the only problem, is that how bewitched the Christians are. And the greater glory and the greater freedom is going to wash it all the way through your brains. There's a couple of shows on Netflix recently I wanted to mention that are I highly recommend that are extremely prophetic also. One's called Carol and Tuesday. It's an anime, but it's really powerful and prophetic about the bride of Christ overcoming and taking the stage. And that's exactly, it's, I mean, I watched the whole thing and binge watched it in one night when that thing was released this week. Carol and Tuesday on Netflix. And then The Dark Crystal. Hallelujah. The Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal. They remade it and released it two nights ago on, on Netflix. And the God's been speaking to me through that show. And he's saying, what was once the crystal of truth has now become the dark crystal. What's the crystal? The quartz crystal silica of brain matter. Originally in God's design, this was a crystal of truth. Your brain is made out of quartz crystal. Silica is a type of quartz crystal. So this is actually a crystal. <laughs> Your brain is a crystal. And it's not supposed to be a dark crystal. But the whole story of redemption is taking the dark crystal and by the glory of the Father in your spirit, turning it back into the crystal of truth. That's the healing of the earth. That's the healing of planet earth. We were birthing promises during worship today, and I just was praying that God would birth out of your bellies a new promise. And so I asked him, Lord, what am I birthing? And I heard the inner audible voice of God say, you're birthing the promise of a new heavens, a new earth, where righteousness dwells. Amen. That's how big this thing is. And, and I tell you the truth, God has protected us from the sorrows of even having a huge ministry. People see that as a curse, and people see it as suppression. People see it negatively. But God the Father sees it as holiness and being set apart from mainstream 
charismatic Christianity, even mainstream glory stream itinerant ministry. And I tell you, it's true. You can pray about it yourself. But God has set us apart because He has something special going on here. It's called the manifestation of the sons of God. And it will be completely set apart from all Christianity, even God TV style Christianity, even glory stream Christianity, which is kind of like what we came out of. We're talking about people that love the glory of God, but it's so outside of buildings made by human hands. It's a society-wide shift is what God is doing today. He's not going to do itinerant ministry. Itinerant ministry will completely fade away. Church will completely fade away. There's no churches in the kingdom of heaven. That's written in the Bible. Actually, several times. There's no churches in heaven. Zero. And we want it to be on earth as it is in heaven. God's going to answer that prayer and horrify most of the Christian leadership. Absolute horrify. Amen. And that's a good thing because our standard has been so low. Our standard, how I've always seen it in the spirit prophetically with Eagle Vision the last 10 years is they're incubators. And incubators do play a role. But churches, even the best glory churches on planet Earth, are incubators. Because you cannot mature inside the four walls of the church. Because it's, it's a little container that's separated from the real world. It's a container of Satan. Church is a container of Satan. Because there's no churches in heaven. Church is part of the fall of man. Amen. Now we're members of the church of the firstborn in heaven, so you need wisdom to understand what I'm saying today. I'm saying the shelters of Peter, James, and John on the mountain of transfiguration was the satanic reaction of the curse of the fall out of the human brain being in the matrix, so to speak, to being in the potent sorcery, having the brain in the earth dimension instead of the brain in the spirit of truth dimension, crystal clear and sparkling dimension, the glory dimension. There's two dimensions. I mean, I'm not talking about physics or anything like that. I'm just saying two trees in the garden. There's really only two dimensions. These dimensions are the glory dimension of the Holy Spirit and the natural dimension of the spirit of witchcraft, the spirit of Babylon. And there's a lot of spirits in that all that nonsense in the world. The seven mountains is the natural dimension. It's the demonic dimension. You have to bring your souls out of the demonic dimension of the seven mountains into the one mountain, the dimension of the glory of God. It's not optional. If you don't, you're going to die. <laughs> and it's going to be horrible. I tell you the truth. Those that don't come into the glory will be better off having never been born. That's how severe the judgment of the glory realm actually is. We come into the glory and we don't understand God and we have so little fear of God before our eyes and we're not here to scare anyone. But judgment is real and judgment is not negative. Judgment is positive. You are only promoted as Christians who love and obey the Holy Spirit by judgments. Just like Rick Joyner says in the final quest, the fastest way for promotion is seeking the white throne judgment seat of Christ with all your heart. Seek the white throne judgment seat of Christ. His judgments only judge the demons influencing your souls. 
And you get a lot more than you think. <laughs> a lot of the stuff you think is good is actually demonic. That's the biggest deception in the whole world. Stuff you think is good in your brain is the most deceiving of the demonic realm. That's the realm of white magic. White magic is twice as wicked as black magic because even sinners can discern black magic, which is rebellion. Sinners can discern the knowledge of evil. That takes no gift whatsoever. It takes no spiritual ability whatsoever to discern black magic, rebellion, and witchcraft of the magic arts. Any wicked person can know what is evil. They boast in it every day. To discern the white magic actually takes the Holy Spirit ability called the gift of discernment. Nobody can see white magic unless you're in the glory of God. That's why people are just like, Duh. because you can't know. It's sealed. The Bible says it's sealed. There's seven seals in Revelation. It's sealed and you can't know until you trust and obey and walk by faith and the Spirit opens the seven seals. The Bible says the seven torches of the Lion of Judah opens the seven seals so that you can discern that which is from Satan and that which is from God. Amen. Only in the discernment of the seven spirits of God, the menorah and the light of the temple of the Holy Spirit, can you ever discern white magic. That's why you have a white house. It's Freemasonry. It's witchcraft. It's the magic arts. It's Kabbalah. It's everything that's wrong in the universe. All things that have been taught of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that are in the world from Satan and his angels are being dealt with. Amen. It's the time that we deal with the principalities of the mountains. That's what this generation's doing. That's why we need to drink so heavily. Because when your cup overflows, you melt the mountains like wax at the presence of the Lord. At the presence of the Lord of all the earth, it is written. The mountains shall melt like wax. You need to burn at a temperature that melts Babylon the Great. Me too. That's where I'm going. I'm preaching to the choir because I need this message. I only sow the things that I want to reap. That's the key to Joel's bar the last seven years. I'm only preaching the exact thing I need to be more than a conqueror. I'm only preaching the words from the scriptures that I need more power in, more anointing in. That's what you do. You learn how to sow and reap because that's what you need to do. You need to have understanding of what you sow with your words, you'll reap back. So everything I sow, that's not a negative thing. That's how the kingdom of heaven works. That's how the gospel works. The gospel is working with the power of sowing and reaping, seed time and harvest. Amen. Glory. And it does consume all the natural dimension. But the natural dimension works by words. Everything is operated by words. Names that can be named. It's called in the New Testament. Names that can be named. And the Word of God is above all names that can be named. Everything has a name. Everything in the Spirit has a name. And so when you have the name that's above every name, it bows. And that name has to be the only name written on your forehead. And you have the authority of God the Father. You have the authority of the seven spirits of God, which is the divine royalty, the royal power of King Jesus. The royal power that Jesus Christ operates in, what makes Him 
King of Kings and Lord of Lords is the seven spirits of God. That's the royal power of the kingdom, the dominion of the glory. Now the glory is white Shekinah light. How do you get white light? The seven spirits of God. That's the rainbow of Noah's Ark. Seven colors of the rainbow. You spin those seven colors fast, it turns into white light. White has all the colors of God in it. Amen. White light. That's why it's a white throne, because it has all the creative power of God the Father, the seven spirits of God in Him, in His throne. Amen. The dominion of the glory is the seven spirits of God manifesting through your hearts and minds into the earth dimension and subduing all brain matter. That's all flesh. The brain is the only flesh the New Testament ever deals with. If you're messing around with any other doctrine, you're just foolish and deceived, wasting everyone's time. This is kingdom activity, dominion of the glory activity that only is concerned with taking dominion through the human soul in rebellion towards God in partnership with the fallen angels with the glory of Christ on the throne. And the Lamb shall be their light. What happens when a people actually have the light of the Lamb? The Lamb on the throne was their light. They shall no longer need the light of the sun or the moon for the light of God and the Lamb are their Shekinah, their light. We're not operating out of the sun and the moon like they did in the Old Covenant, which is religion. We're not practicing sorcery anymore. <laughs> Killing animal sacrifices, using other animals' blood for our wrongdoing. Wow. A scapegoat. There's a lot of sorcery in the Old Testament. It's everywhere. It's like legal sorcery. But those who practice the law now are called the synagogue of Satan because we don't operate in shadows anymore. The Old Covenant was the operation of shadows, types and shadows, the Bible says. Now we operate in the true realities of divine light that are stronger than Satan and every demon that's influencing your soul right now. The glory of God smites it out of your flesh and blood, and you can rest in its power. Coming into a season where you know the power of the Scriptures. Jesus rebuked the Pharisees, and the Pharisees were much more like the charismatic church than the Southern Baptists because they loved signs and wonders. Show us a sign and wonder, we'll believe in you. They loved the resurrection. They loved talking about angels. They're like, oh, did you get gold dust on your hands during worship? That's what the Pharisees were actually like. Pharisees were as charismatic as it gets. True. So the charismatic church is mostly just like the Pharisees, in every way exactly the same. And if you don't understand that, you will as you come into the glory and discern white magic. Because it's white magic. It's, it's the ability of the brain to love the supernatural stuff for anyone that comes into the spirit besides the sheep gate is a thief and a robber because they're still using it for their soul and not the soul of Christ. That's what makes them thieves and robbers. They haven't sacrificed self to serve God in selflessness. That's 99% of Christian ministers on planet earth right now. It's all about me building my ministry, my will be done, my revelation, what I want to do. Paul said it in the Bible. He said, not many have the things of Christ in mind, but themselves. Very few ministers, even in Paul's day, cared about the will of Christ, the full sacrifice of self to accomplish the Father's plans for that generation. Paul said he was pretty much the only one in his disciples. That's what he says in the Bible. 
That's exactly how it is today. Very few people have completely died to self, and all these fake wannabe hypocrites that are self-servient accuse the fully sacrificed ones of being selfish. Because we have the anointing, we have the glory of God, we have the angels, we have the full backing of the throne of God and the Lamb and the river and the archangels of His throne, and they have nothing. All they can do is steal. It's exactly the same as it was in every generation previous to this. They're thieves. Religion is a thief. The seed of the Pharisees steals from the anointed one and his friends. Amen? Look at Herod. Chopped John the Baptist's head off. Chopped Elijah's head off. Silenced the voice of the river in his generation. Politics silences the voice of the river of life. So they're just talking about all kinds of political nonsense, trying to wrap it up in a Christian package and make it part of their Christianity. You see it. Evangelical Christians are all born-again conservative Republicans. You know, and there's nothing exactly wrong with that other than it's just not kingdom at all and there's zero glory in it. Who's going to run government? How about the government shall be upon his shoulders and the increase of his glory there shall be no end? Do you realize the reason why we haven't manifested the full dominion of the glory upon all flesh is because of these compromises with the seed of the Pharisees in the charismatic church and the seed of Herod in the charismatic church, even in the glory stream church, and they haven't gone any deeper? They haven't even sacrificed Babylon the Great. They're still under the cap. Amen. That's exactly what it is. They identify more with their earthly realm than they do with the heavenly realm. What are you? Canadian. I'm a Canadian. What are you? I'm from Boston. I'm Bostonian. I'm, I'm L.A. and I'm a Californian. What? You're born in heaven. You're from Zion. Stop lying to people. You're deceived. You're not from the earth. You've been born above. Amen. And there's about to be a class of people that show everyone how wrong they are about everything they think they know. How wrong they are. Just dead wrong. Just deceived. Bewitched. And you don't know you're bewitched and deceived until the glory of God starts burning through your conscience. People are about to wake up. There is an awakening. It's called a great awakening. And what awakens them is the glory of God through human spirits. And it cleanses the conscience. And it removes all the phantoms that have kept you sleeping in politics and religion, in pride, in lust, in everything Satan uses to keep your spirit underneath your brain. The overcoming of the world is your spirit overcoming your brain. The people who overcome their brain, who crack the rocks so rivers come out, like it says in Scripture, the rock shall release rivers. Amen. The rock is your brain once your brain's submitted to Christ in you. The Bible calls the brain a rock many times. A stone and a rock. God builds with living stones. What do you think the living stones are? It's the brain. What do you think the white stone is? It's the brain. What do you think the chief quarter stone is? Builders rejecting certain so stones? It's sorcerers saying no to your soul because you're going after the anointing and you're discarded and they try to kill you off with sickness, disease, and poverty for hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. That's what the fallen angels do. 
That's what they've been doing to you when you've been sleeping in sin. They've been using your souls, and if they can't use your souls, they discard you. They can't use you because you're going after the stone the builders rejected. You're going after a soul that's glorified. But the glorified stones, the white stones with the new name on it, are about to shake every soul on earth. Shake every stone that can be shaken. Shake them and remove all spiritual wickedness from the stones of the world. All the building of the world. Amen. Just like it was amongst the Canaanites. They inherited everything and didn't build anything. Because they let the wicked build it all. So it is today with your inheritance. They built up seven mountains called Babylon the Great. With the horror of Babylon of false carnal Christianity seated on top riding a seven-headed beast. Which means she's not operating in the seven spirits of God. She's operating in the seven principalities of the red dragon. Like most Christians. Truth anyhow. That's why there's no transfiguration in their brain. And they don't know anything about it in their entire Christian life. Completely wasted their life because of Satan and his angels. Even after they're born again. That's what we're warring against. The deception that's in the world. And there's a lot of deception. And we gotta we got wake up. Isaiah 12.3 With triumphant joy, you will drink deeply from the wells of salvation. Triumphant joy. Drinking deeply from the wells of salvation. We need to be saved by drinking. We need salvation. We think we're saved, but are you really that saved? I mean, how saved are you? Are you so saved that you can be Isaiah 4 or 5? You ever read Isaiah 4 or 5? Can you be a covering in a dome of glory and actually save anyone? Or is it just talk with no power? Most people, they just pray dead prayers that fall to the ground because they don't even know how to pray. Because they don't even have the understanding of what the new covenant is. It's been all this kind of charismatic witchcraft information in their brain. They're exactly like the Pharisees in every way. And they don't even know how the glory of God operates. They have no knowledge of the glory. Perishing for lack of knowledge of the glory is 99% of Christianity right now. Isaiah 4, 5. Then Yahweh will create over all of Mount Zion and over every gathering a cloud of smoke by day and a glow of flaming fire by night. And all this manifestation of dazzling glory will spread over them like a wedding canopy. It's called the apostolic covering of the sons of God. Yes, yes, sons of God are apostles. And you're going to have to get over your little pride where it's like, oh, it's not about a man. It's about men and women. It's about 144,000 men and women that are the exact representation of the invisible God. You just got, obviously don't worship men and women, but there are men and women that will be lords and kings that will bring such a canopy of glory that they'll be honored like Queen Elizabeth is in the flesh. You know, we honor fake royalty, but we don't honor biblical royalty because we're bewitched. Because we're bewitched. We honor fake royalty of the flesh, but then we deny the power of divine royalty of the apostolic and the prophetic because we're bewitched. Because we're wrong. We're programmed by fallen angels. we got to be hatched. We need to drink from the well of salvation. We need our spirits to overtake our brains. It's time to get saved. You can say you're saved, but are you saved 
when the tornado shows up, when the hurricane shows up? Do you have power to speak to storms? Do you know him well enough that his ability is formed in your brain to do something? Amen. We have to grow up. We have to mature. And the Father's going to do it. There is an urgency, and it's an awesome time to be promoted because it's a time of judgments. Amen? When the spirit of Elijah is in the land, judgments are in the land. These judgments are to remove every stumbling block to make straight the way of the Lord. Amen? John the Baptist made straight the way of the Lord in Jesus Christ's first coming. The sons of God are the John the Baptist company that makes straight the way of the Lord through the world, through the seven mountains melting by Mount Zion. That's what making straight is in His second coming. That's what we've been doing here for 13 years. Against all odds, against everyone on the seven mountains saying you're wrong every day. And It's like, you know, comes with the territory. The whole world's deceived. The only people not deceived are the ones burning in the Shekinah glory. They're the ones getting persecuted. But after you get persecuted enough and after you burn long enough, you start burning up the deception in people's brains and they start to awaken. That's how every revival works. By fire. You have to understand this. Sin has a burning point. Disease has a combustion point. It's true. A magic spell, which is what keeps the world blind, a word from the devil spoken on their heads is what keeps them deceived. They have words working in their souls from Satan and his angels. So they're blind. There's blind leading the blind, darkness on the land, deep darkness on the people. So you have to understand that words are what program souls to be in the glory or to be in darkness. And you reprogram the world with the word of God, King of kings and Lord of lords. First, the Word of God circumcises your heart and soul so that the fire of God's burning hot enough so that you can erase the magic spells, the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great that deceived all the world, it's called in Revelation, to burn off of people's souls. That's what causes Great Awakening. People burning in the Shekinah Word that came from the Father. And that's what removes every other word. Because it can be named, it has a name, it has a word. It's, it's a programming of Satan. It's a programming of the fallen angels of the heavens that fell. One-third of the heavens fell. So every negative thing down here is a programming of the one-third that fell. Every single bad thing on planet Earth. All poverty, all sickness, all disease, all religions, all immorality, all lust. Everything that kills, steals, and destroys is a magic spell of the, of the heavens that fell, of a word and a name. Every single thing. So when you get into the third heaven, the two-thirds, into the glory, and into the word of God, into the spirit of glory, you begin to reprogram yourself in the, in the health of the Lord Jesus, in the spirit of a sound mind, in the glory of God. Amen. You begin to get healed. That's what healing is. It's the removing of every other word out of your spirit. And your spirit has a lot of words. Your spirit will have words attached to it that are not from God. <laughs> That's what causes all sickness and disease. Your, your spirit will have words attached to it that are poverty, that are religious. Most people have religious spirits attached to their spirit with words that have the appearance and knowledge of good. That's the main deception on planet Earth is religion. Number one, it's called pride. It's the red dragon's religion. It's religion that only works in the realm of the flesh called brain matter. 
It's not the religion of Jesus that's talked about in James. People quote that verse all the time, demon-possessed. It's not that, that. That's the good works that God's prepared for you to do. There's a religion that helps the orphans and the widows, amen? It's called the river of life, taking care of planet Earth, being the government of God. We're, t we're dealing with Satan, okay? Let's be very clear here. We're, we're dealing with the religious devil named Satan, the accuser of the brethren, who's a master sorcerer. He's the master of magic arts. He is. And unless you're in righteousness and understand how the words work of the seeds of the tree of life, you'll have no ammunition to snuff out the words of the tree of knowledge. It's spiritual maturity in the tree of life, in the words of life from God's throne, that builds your spirit up to begin to operate out of the glory of God, which is a curse-free, demon-free zone, so that you can speak like thunder into the realm of the dead and tell these people the truth so they can come out of darkness into His glorious light, which is called drinking from the well of salvation. You're drinking when you hear a word that's been soaked in the anointing oil. You're drinking the glory of God. Every word needs to be soaked and saturated out of the tree of life. It's called the tree of the anointing oil. It's an olive tree. That's what the tree of life is. It's a tree that produces oil. The tree of life is an olive tree in the Garden of Eden. Amen. The oil comes from the tree of life in Eden. You grow in it by intimacy with the Father and not having any other spirit attached to your inner man so that you can see your inner man with a clean conscience and you're wearing white garments, you know, with no stains on your garments, which means no demons attached to your spirit, no sin, amen? The blood of Jesus keeps you clean. The glory of God makes it so you never want to sin again. Be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Matthew chapter 6, he told him to do it before he even gave him the spirit because they were operating out of the glory cloud that he was walking in. Amen? And then when you have the Spirit, now your glory cloud gets so big that people can come around and learn a new way of life of the Word, the Spirit, and the blood and start to get fathered by the glory cloud. God the Father is present on earth by the Spirit of glory. It is a cloud of glory. And people will start to walk so deeply and so richly in the glory that all eyes will see it before Jesus returns. That's part of making straight the way of the Lord, is that every eye has to see the glory before there's judgment. Don't think that there won't be an apostolic witness of the glory cloud, and then Jesus will say, oh, well, you know, you should have known better, now you're going to hell. Unless you see the glory of God, you haven't even seen God yet. You know, the pure in heart see God. We want judgment on all these wicked people. Until they see God, there's no judgment. Until you demonstrate the fullness of the glory of God as Jesus Christ did at age 33. The fullness of the Father of glory beaming through His heart and soul. So that all Israel had the perfect apostolic witness. The perfect canopy and dome of the covering of the Lamb. The light of the Lamb. So that everyone could choose which kingdom they wanted to be a part of. The light of the sun and the moon. The kingdom of Satan. Or the light of the Lamb. The kingdom of God. And they all chose, and then, bam, they got destroyed. Everyone that didn't choose Jesus was utterly massacred, crucified to death. When the Titus of Rome sacked Jerusalem in 70 AD, every single person, man, woman, and child, was brutally murdered. Yep. So, you can see what it's like to reject the glory of God. Will that happen the second? Oh my gosh, yeah, that's going to happen the second coming. <laughs> you have no idea. 
People that reject this kind of glory are better off having never been born. I tell you that because it's true, and you should be afraid of the glory. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Don't just give me this warm, fluffy crap like we need to kumbaya, feel good all the time. God is a mighty warring king, and God is a judge. He's perfect love, but he hates Satan. God does not love Satan. Okay? God does not. God hates wickedness. You have hated wickedness and loved righteousness. Therefore, your God has anointed your head with the oil of joy beyond your fellow kings. Because you what? You hated wickedness. If you don't hate wickedness, there's no anointing on your life. It's just fake fluff. False, phileo, deceiving, satanic love. Learn to hate wickedness. If you don't hate demons, trust me, you're demon-possessed. And they always come out and be like, oh, it wasn't very loving. No, you're demon-possessed. You're full of satanic, phileo, false human love. You get into the glory of God, that stuff will manifest on you. The main enemy of the glory of God is false love. Being nice in the brain. Oh, you're not very nice. What is Jesus' way or the highway? Yes, it is Jesus' way or the highway. Jesus' way or hell is a certain written word. Amen. We're not preaching condemnation. We're preaching repent and obey the Holy Spirit just like the Bible commands. Anyone that doesn't follow the Spirit is already in hell. And you remove all the stolen grace off their heads, guess what? They'll feel it even while they're alive. Wouldn't that be a great service for everyone? to feel the full weight of their own sin with no grace. God did it to me when I was 18 years old. He took grace off my head and I died. Literally, I, I mean, I died. I, I had no idea about grace until God just handed me over to Satan for the destruction of my flesh and I was 18 years old crying out, dying, and got court ordered to Minnesota Teen Challenge and went and got saved. It, the grace of God is on unbelievers. And God can remove it and you will feel the full weight of your own sin and death and hell and demonic torture. You will feel the weight of what it would be like if you were to die at that moment and spend eternity in hell. God did that to me. God can take His grace off anyone and you'd be, you'd be shocked. Sometimes that's the best way to get them saved. To have them taste the fullness of their own hell. Because apart from Him that's all we are. In hell. But in Him, we're in heaven. And we got to get the mixture out. Got to get the deception out. Got to get the white magic out. White magic is your main enemy. For if there is anyone mature in Christ at the sound of my voice, this is a clarion call to expose the sorcery of white magic, the religion and the magic arts that work in the soul. Soulish, phileo, false, satanic, horror Babylon Christianity. Amen. Riding a seven-headed beast instead of riding the seven spirits of God. It's just cut and dry. You have millions of Christians riding a seven-headed beast, which is the carnal mind, the unrenewed mind, the dark crystal. And you got some Christians starting to manifest as sons of God, riding this, the crystal of truth. Amen? By the seven spirits of God, getting their brain, their quartz crystal silica, cleaned out and sparkling, as it was with Adam and Eve in the beginning. So it's a tremendous time of separation. The great harvest is a separation permanently for eternity. That's why it says that two will be in bed, one will be taken, one will be removed. Mm -hmm. Two will be grinding at the mill, one will be taken, one will be removed. And then we say, oh, it's the rapture. Listen, who was taken in the days of Noah? Jesus Christ said right at that time, it'll be like the days of Noah. Well, eight were saved through water and inherited the earth. Only the wicked are removed. Enoch says, for a far off and remote generation, for when all the wicked are to be removed. 
The only rapture is the crapture, the removing of all the crap from the earth. We're birthing promises of the glory of God that will remove all demonic influence from mankind. It'll be sealed under all humanity's feet for a thousand years. That's what the Bible says. People got all kinds of opinions about eschatology. I guarantee it's wrong. Because only Jesus said that the Father knows the time. And unless you're deep in the glory of God, it says it requires great wisdom. Revelation says, in order to understand eschatology, you have to have great wisdom. Wisdom so deep in the glory. You your soul buried in the glory of God. Because you can't understand anything in the soul. I mean, anytime person's theological or doctrinal in the brain, it's always wrong because it's not based on the glory of God. If there's no glory in it, it's not true. The more glory, the more true it is. And there are measures and degrees of words of truth. It's not all seven thunders all the time. Every Christian walks in a different measure of anointing and a different measure of glory or no glory at all. And so every word that comes out of their heart is a container of uh, oil. And God will put as much oil in it as it is true, according to His will. So you can even be speaking a bunch of crap that's right, but if it's not God's will or God's timing, there'll be no oil on it. Amen. So you have to learn how to feast. You have to learn how to eat anointed words, which is called feasting on the bread of heaven. You have to learn how to drink, which is learning how to get into the presence, learning how to let your belly release rivers. Eating and drinking is the primary thing taught in John's Gospel of how you can be saved. It's written in Revelation. It's written in John's Gospel. Unless you know how to eat and drink, you cannot overcome Babylon the Great. You can't. I'm talking to leaders that need to learn how to feast and then demonstrate feasting. Demonstrate drunken glory. Demonstrate promised land feasting. It's called the marriage supper of the Lamb. And if you're a true pioneer and a leader of your region, you need to be in the marriage supper already supping with Him, fellowshipping with Him in the deep of His heart, in the glory of His soul. And all of His ways will pass through you so you'll have all kinds of strategies, all kinds of wisdom to make everyone around you a strong soldier. No one weak, no one feeble. They came out of Egypt strong. There was not a single sick or weak amongst them, Scripture says. As these people enter the Promised Land, there will not be a single sick or weak amongst them. There will not be a single poor amongst them. So all that demonic stuff's getting dealt with by anointed leadership, by Joshua's and by Caleb's, by apostles and prophets, that will be the most anointed apostles and prophets of all time. They're called the 144,000, the sons of God. Some of you don't even know who you are, and you're, you got an apostolic calling on your life. And you're still offended when you talk about apostles because it means abuse of authority. You're going to have to get healed. Some of you got prophetic callings and you don't know it. All that stuff will awaken out of your belly as you learn how to feast. Every promise, your destiny scroll, comes right out of your spiritual stomach. And you birth it because it's from the Spirit. God is Spirit. So those that worship God have to be in Spirit and in truth. And it just comes right, right out. And as you birth it from a different dimension because you're born of Christ, born of heaven, born from above. Now out of that above dimension, which is below in the natural realm because the natural realm's turned upside down. So that the below realm down here is actually the above realm in reality in the Spirit. Your belly, your spirit is on high, and the brain matter is down below. So you're kind of flipped upside down, and you need to get flipped right side up in all of your thinking, understanding the high heavens come out of the lower places of what seems like from below. 
That's why Jesus said he'd come like a thief in the night, but he'd be coming from heaven. But heaven comes through the lowest place on the earth because the earth is flipped upside down. Everything is backwards, even gravity. Even the polar gravity of the earth, all of it will be healed. The whole earth and the heavens will be healed. Gravity will be healed. The weather will be healed. There are weather portals mentioned in the book of Enoch. They'll be healed. You had 12 weather portals. In the Garden of Eden, there was only four for the four rivers of the lion, eagle, ox, and man of the eternal gospel. So we're going back to having only the Word of God control the weather system so we can say, peace be still to hurricanes, and they obey us because we're operating out of the four river heads that have all control over all the weather of the four portals over the face of the earth. Amen. Glory to God. And the earth is not flat. It's spherical. You're completely deceived. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for dealing with that demon-possessed person. <laughs> Jesus. A lot of distractions, so stay focused on the glory of God burning through your brain. Listen, if there's no glory on it and it's not burning up your brain, it's not revelation. The only thing you can legally feast upon as a Christian and a citizen of the kingdom of heaven is living bread and living wine, the flesh and blood of Jesus. If it didn't originate from the Father and the Son, you need to test it and see if there's glory in it. We've tested all kinds of weird stuff out there, and most of it just burns to ashes. And the people manifest, and they're like, well, if you don't believe that same thing that I do, you can't be my friend. And they'll literally condemn you because you don't believe the same lies as them. Because Satan uses lies to create divisions and factions. The truth isn't like that at all. The truth is just an open Eden. Like, we don't even care what you believe, as long as you're in the glory. But if you're not in the glory of the Spirit of Truth, you have all kinds of opinions. And these opinions are demons. Opinions are what lock people up into little prison cells of thought life. And if you don't have the same opinions as me that aren't based on the glory at all, then you can't even be their brother or sister. Some of these people's opinions completely control their life. Opinionated men and women are the most demonized people on earth. You need to bring all your opinions of your brain of what you think you know to the fire of God and let the strong Shekinah fire burn up your brains. You need to get glorified. Get all the opinions burnt out because they're demons. And have your whole mind, will, and emotions based on the Word of God burning in the Shekinah glory. Your interpretation of the Scripture will grow. Yeah. No one starts out with perfect doctrine. No one starts out with perfect interpretation. You go from glory to glory until you're taught of the Father and you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. It's progressive. It's progressive learning God's ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Okay, I'm going to go high. I'm going to learn His thoughts. Amen. You have to go higher to learn His thoughts and His ways. You cannot learn His ways, His thoughts, His interpretation of Scripture, any of it on the earth only in heaven by the resurrection from the dead. You have to trust the glory of God, the spirit of truth, to build up your spirit and raise your soul up into dimensions that seem a little scary because you're being raised from the dead. And you got all kinds of stuff telling you, don't go any higher. Stay right where you're at. Here's all the temptations, complacent satisfaction. You don't want that. If you go any higher, there are big devils up there. No, there's not. There's big rewards up there. Remember? Good report. There's big grapes up there. The higher you go in the spirit, the bigger the wine. Until you live inside the house of wine like Solomon did. Song of Solomon 2.4 He brought me into the house of wine. Therefore his banner over me was love. The highest way that transcends every other way. 1 Corinthians 12.31 Love and love is that glory. Love is that wine. Love is the promised land. 
And it's not phileo. Phileo is the temptation of Satan. Phileo is the temptation of the seven-headed beast of the prostitute of Babylon. It's agape. And you have to understand agape as fire. Because the Bible says in Song of Solomon, your love is as fire on my heart like a seal. Set your love like a seal of fire on my heart. Love is fire. Love is nothing else. If you think love is anything except the Shekinah, fire of God, you're completely deceived. So the more you love, the greater you burn. And there's a burning point of love that will incinerate all wood, hay, and stubble of everything that's been built in the world. And all the good things of the world be added unto you just like they were in the Exodus of Moses. They came out with perfect health and all the prosperity and wealth of the world, of the superpower of the world. Just like it will be now. The glory of God will burn so hot, through your, so hot through your hearts that you'll come out with everything you could ever dream about. And not just to have you know, riches and glory. And not just to have an extravagant, opulent, wealthy life. But to take care of every need region-wide. To be the lords and the kings of the King of kings and Lord of lords. To be the sons and daughters of God. To be the government of God of the glory cloud that knows how to take care of things by God's thoughts and God's ways. It's all in spiritual maturity by being built up and going from glory to glory by heavy drinking and heavy feasting on His flesh and His blood, on His Word and on His presence in the name of Jesus Christ. It's Sunday. The Bible says on Sunday, take up an offering. So if you'd like to give an offering to Red Letter Ministries, donate at redletterman.com and we'll see you tomorrow. Amen.